Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 55, and we are going to talk about the Enneagram in action. Yes. If you're new here, welcome. We have over whoops, we have over 260 episodes about all things marriage-related because we love y'all, and we had a crappy marriage, and we want people to not have a crappy marriage like we had. Uh, if you're new here, mm-hmm. welcome. Did I already say that? I think you did. I did. Uh, we are brought to you today by Audible. We love audiobooks, and we want you to have one for free. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free audiobook on us mm-hmm. because we love you. So check that out. That's right. And since we're talking about the Enneagram, you can go get... The Road Back to You. The Road Back to You by Chris Hurts did, did uh, for free. That? I think he did, yeah. Or the Road Back to You. Or I'm any, sure any other Graham people book. will, uh, let's say, The Road Back to You. Yep. Daryl and Larry says, yep, The Road Back to You. <laughs> Hashtag save it for the pod, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, That's we're funny. live on Facebook and Instagram. We do this every morning of the weekday uh, at around 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. Ooh, okay. This is a... So before we jump into questions and topics, we're going to read the review of the day. That's right. Thanks for saying that when I was reading it, but whatever. Uh, Review of the day. Two stars. Two stars? What the crunch. Loved first season, but dot, dot, dot. I love the first season, but I'm really having a hard time lately. With what? The podcast? No, knock it off. Okay. (laughs) I have felt a bit uncomfortable with some of the ways in which your conversations have felt recently. The tone has felt more blaming, critical, and dissecting your relationship in an over overly negative sense, particularly what the problems are with Seth, ooh, which feels bad to listen to. Actually, it has felt downright painful lately. I keep tuning in and hoping for a turnaround because I think you are both intelligent and want to help people, and I think your first season really accomplished that. Hope you were well, and I appreciate your heart to support couples and families. That's, that's it. Oh, okay. Thank you for that review. We read every single review. It was mm-hmm. two stars. And I wanted, there's a few questions there. Uh, if you're not currently caught up, the middle, like between season... Two spit between season one and like I don't even know mm-hmm. episodes, let's say 150, mm-hmm. probably felt crappy because I was crappy. And we've had mm-hmm. listeners write in just like this and say, Hey, Mel, you're being a little snippy, mm-hmm. lady. Could you knock it off? So, if that's where you're listening, that could be you could be in like the snippy bits, <laughs> <laughs> the snippy the bits. clips. That's right. But I think it's cool because that is a real representation of 
what we talk about in the mm-hmm. show and it's also a representation of like what we're actually going mm-hmm. through and this Enneagram episode is going to be exactly that too. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a real life podcast. We try not to, well, we don't hold really anything back and the hope of that is to create a podcast that we wish we had when we were going mm-hmm. through all the crap and to normalize your struggle, your struggle, your struggle, our struggle and our awesome goodness too. Let's normalize this stuff and let's talk about it and let's give permission and be vulnerable, just yeah. like Brene Brown would so say. So this podcast is actually the process of us developing a good, a better relationship. I mean, our marriage was terrible mm-hmm. and you get to see that process in real time. So thank you for the review. We read them all. They all matter and they all help us to understand what we're doing right and wrong and how we can improve as people. Right. So thank you for that review. Um, I just wish it hadn't been two stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that, that's fine. Oh, somebody says uh, Ian Cron wrote the uh, Road yeah, Back to You. Yeah, I say I didn't think it was book. Chris Hewitt's. He has a different one, though. I think it must be called The Sacred Enneagram. Yeah, I think. I think. I so know. yeah, Chris thank Hertz, Ian Cron, and also our friends... Jeff and Beth McCord yes. have written a book too. And that it's one not is awesome. out yet, isn't it? October 1st, it comes out. Tony yeah. Carr says, they aren't really listening because Melanie is super honest about herself. And since she's not crying about it and admitting her problems and self-loathing, only her talk about Seth is noticeable. Busted. Ooh. That was Boom, good. Baby. Hey, thanks for doing these. Wanted more info on this. Good. Yay. Awesome. Chris, Chris wrote, wrote the Sacred Enneagram. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I did. I want to get an Enneagram tattoo because I think it looks like cool Indiana Jones art. It looks like something from Harry Potter, to be honest. Okay, how do you go about figuring out your number? Reading books, the book is great. Yes, read the book, read books. And also, I figured out my number from uh, the EnneagramInstitute.com, and they have a test, and I think it was like 15 bucks or something. The free ones are good because, I mean, sure, they're free and they're short, but they're not as good as what you pay for because then you really go in depth and Mm -hmm. then get a whole printout of... Your types, your wings, your scores, all these things. And then there's another one called the um, the Ready Personality Test, R-E, no, R-H-E-T-I. And that's also on the EnneagramInstitute.com. But we also wanted to really promote Jeff and Beth McCord stuff because they are awesome. Yeah. And it's come YourEnneagramCoach.com. Yeah. So you can, there's lots of different places to do Enneagram stuff. And we like a lot of it. And so we want to share it all. But if you haven't checked out our latest episode with Jeff and Beth McCord, all about the Enneagram, you should definitely listen to that because we talked through it with them and they are amazing teachers. They've been doing it for a really long time. So they're a great resource for that. But mm-hmm. one of the things when you asked, how do you discover your number? Uh, it's usually the number that makes you feel like the most uh, visceral kind of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yes, that, mm-hmm. right? Like it doesn't matter what the thing is that makes you feel that, but usually it's mm-hmm. like, uh, for me, like listening to the, okay, we're going to talk about the guy, uh, the artist Sleeping at Last, which I think Aaron in our group shared with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a guy called, his artist name is Sleeping at Last. He has an album called Atlas. It's all about the Enneagram. It's every number in a song. And listen, just, I thought it was a bunch of hokum mm. when I, one of the people in the Anatomy of Marriage Women group used the word hokum. Hokum? That must, <laughs> and be, I'm gonna use that it must be Midwest or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Um, so I thought it was a bunch of malarkey. Right. When I, I was like, songs about the Enneagram, mm-hmm. right? But then I listened and I was mm. like crying on the mm-hmm. floor like, this is the best. Uh, and they're not like, uh, like uh, they're they're very complex songs. This guy is a an, like a, <laughs> what is it called? 
when you write music and it's like a orchestral. songwriter no it's a much composer. more composer so he's he and okay so let's just dive into sleeping mm. at last and all of his stuff so i'm mm-hmm. gonna start over the sleeping at last guy has a song for every single number and then he does mm-hmm. an interview that is like an hour plus with chris hewart's mm-hmm. about that number have you listened to any no of- i haven't oh my gosh oh my goodness shame on you so okay we're gonna get real here I'm ready not- Okay, Okay, go ahead and get done. I was talking. So he does a song for every number. He does an interview with Chris Hewart and he plays the song in the episode. Then, get this, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. The guy who, I can't remember, I don't know the actual guy's name, but he has the people who are those numbers. So like if it's a song seven, which is my number, all Mm. the musicians are sevens. Really? He wrote the lyrics with Chris Hewart's, like his help to get it so that they definitely help each person feel the thing that they feel. So he didn't so write the, it from the his musicians perspective. Are the musicians are all sevens. People send in these things called like sound, what is it? Like soundscape sounds sounds uh but they're all sevens so like there'll be children laughing and it's from a seven there'll be um someone jogging and he weaves it into the song it's so complex if you are a musician or you love audio or you love like complex tied together things you will love the sleeping at last podcast and all the enneagram numbers oh somebody says i hated song five and skipped it when i first listened to it dot 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 later to find out i'm a five yes Right? Boom. I would mm. love to know more about that. I mean, uh, do you feel like it resonates with you? Geez, Daryl, you must be like an Enneagram expert. You're answering all our questions. Ryan O'Neill uh, is sleeping at last. Thank you. Ryan O'Neill. I don't know why I didn't look it up before I started talking about thank it. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Let's see. And uh, he's so, a really accomplished musician and composer. Okay. So somebody asked, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Go for it. But um, somebody said, Melanie, I know that you what you eat because you eat healthy. And somebody asked what I eat. I eat very similarly. Oh gosh, never. In a very else. similar way. Yes. How about that? Yeah. Clean stuff. I eat more protein than she does, probably, and I'm fixing to start another diet and a whole workout thing from our amazing coach that we started seeing, <clears throat> which is totally rad. We're going to share more uh, about that actually as we pr- uh, break off into more personal, yeah, coaching styles. So the first three minutes has no words. Oh man, ooh, that would be hard. Yeah. Okay, so um. Let's just get real here. So, and I think it's about Enneagram stuff, which I'm really interested in. So, I listened to, because I'm a nine, right? And it took a while to figure out I'm a nine, because when I did the test, it also said that I was like, I think, a four and a seven. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm all of these things, right? So, if you take the Enneagram for the first time, you'll probably have a couple of results and you'll resonate and relate to a bunch of different well, uh, de- types sometimes depending on the test that you take and right. nines tend to do that oh okay well that's a thing so i had three very 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 close scores right but i figured out through reading and just i don't know knowing stuff that i was like okay yeah i'm a nine and so i listened to number nine right and i don't know where i was when i listened to it but i died <laughs> and i'm not i'm like d-e-d dead like <laughs> like no i'm serious i'd like completely died and i said okay we got to do a show about this we have to listen to the song i have to talk about it why see you're rolling your eyes because what are you you're a seven so it's like not that. you're more it's, practical and i'm like i'm an dreamy, audio engineer ethereal like ethereal 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 and like i want to do it because i think it's huge how about this you want to do it because you don't produce the podcast no no I want to do it because it's like an exhibition of like me living it out. You're an exhibitionist now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I hear what you're but saying. But you're like more practical and like, oh, we can't, blah, blah. But I'm like, I want to do it. Right? I have boundaries, you mean? Uh, Tony oh my writes, gosh. girl, same. It took forever to get to the lyrics. <laughs> we are word people. Get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> then why do that you like this podcast? Really I ramble unfunny. all the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm um, just kidding. Yeah, I want. Um, I like the idea of playing the song, but I don't want to do that right now because these people <sighs> have to sit through it. Okay, okay. We will put links to all of the true. songs and all of the things. So we have some Enneagram questions here that I wanted to answer. Okay. Um, but I do want to say again, I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to share it on the page. Um, we are talking about the songs from Sleeping at Last by Ryan O'Neill mm-hmm. on the Enneagram album, and he does all the numbers in a song. So we're going to share them all. We're going to share the links. Mel is and... feeling her eight wing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to share like the latest episode again on our Facebook page and all of that mm-hmm. with, that we did with Jeff and Beth McCord. Oh, so hard to say their names. Yes. Okay. So we have... How did how did we discover the Enneagram? I remember the first time that we heard it okay. was from our friends who are actually on season one, um, Christy and Matt McDonald. They are artists and mm-hmm. they sing in the band. Uh, uh, the classic crime. The classic crime. And also, wow, oh, the vocal few. The vocal few. The vocal few right. and the classic crime. Yeah. So they are artists and they look at the bunny. They sing. They they told us about the enneagram, and it, I was seriously like, "Oh my gosh, you weirdos, just zip it! Mm-hmm. Stop talking about numbers. Stop saying I'm a whatever, and then laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I bet she's a seven. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> right? I just remember being like, "This is the dumbest mm-hmm. dumb stuff." I've so ever that's when heard. you may have first heard about it. I first heard about it in graduate school and thought that it was a bunch hokum. of hokum, uh-huh. right? And really didn't understand it, and honestly thought. Okay, I'm in Seattle. This is trippy. Whatever. Bring in the witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. And wasn't really interested in it. But through further investigation and actually living through it and stuff, it's like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how uh, has the Enneagram helped you the most with understanding yourself? Who wrote these questions in? Wow, they're genius. I wrote them. Oh, you did? Oh, I mean, they're okay. <laughs> how has the Enneagram helped you understand yourself? Me? Yes, you. Okay, so if you really want to know, it, it a, a number nine, okay, so God, I wish we'd listen to the song right now because it's like always searching for something, knowing there's something more there, you know, and then like having glimpses of wearing to find it. What are you doing smiling? <laughs> Just keep talking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> keep talking. The show I didn't is over. say anything. Anyway, uh, it has helped me a lot and it's like, it's it feels really crazy and it feels like nothing ever before, I guess. Okay, can you clarify? Uh, like knowing that there's like an infinite gold mine just right under the surface, but for like decades not being able to get to it. What's the gold mine? Me. I'm serious. Like okay. my who I am as a person, as a personality. Like remember, like and it's so, it's so. Um, I don't know it. it it's so very moving, like listening to that song. I listened to it when I was running and like was crying like a freak, you know, in the woods, just like uh, running down the, you know, the trail. And thankfully, I didn't see anybody, but <laughs> just bunnies heard me, you know, crying and stuff like that. But it, I don't know, it's like I said, like the gold mine underneath that like maybe you know is already there mm-hmm. for your own self or whatever. And you're like, sure, I can do anything. I'm awesome, right? Like nines don't. Mm-hmm. think that like that's not how i grew up you know and i've had like glimpses in it remember when we were in denver at a bar in the airport and you 
We're talking oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Tina, Tina. Shermer Sellers, who's a genius, and we love her. Uh, <laughs> what did she tell you? We, so you were, I was you, at you and her were talking about me. We were. I was at a trip in Denver. Seth wasn't with me. And Tina, Dr. Tina, who was in our show. Well, no, I was with you. I didn't go to the conference. I was in Denver with oh, you. Oh, whatever. Um, but so we were, it was just her and I together. And she was saying something along the lines of, she, well, she was telling me, it's so cool to watch you grow and change. Because when, when I met Dr. Tina, I was like this cocoon, just like. A bee? Uh, no, I was like a, I like just really shut off from anything. Mm. I didn't think about things complexly i was like this is what i know and mm. i was like ah right and i i feel like i blossomed and bloomed in the time that i've known her and so she was like yeah it's so amazing to see your growth and i can't wait for seth to discover that in himself ah. and when i told that to seth he started crying at the restaurant and i was like yeah. what did i say <laughs> like no because i, I had no it's idea a, what I, yeah and from a nine's perspective it's like that glimpse of the infinite kind of gold mine under mm -hmm. there and that song really really brings it out you know so i've had like times and i don't even know i don't know what's going to happen when it's like i live in that spot we'll just be mm -hmm. i don't know do anything just become a seven it's so easy to live uh, in that spot <laughs> no it's so frustrating to be a nine too because like we're looking to like the song says it's like you try to find yourself through other people's eyes and mm -hmm. stuff like that and it's just what other it's lyrics like, feel like they resonate there? I, I don't know. I was like too busy crying when I was listening to it. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember it, I guess. Um, uh, so yeah, it's that, yeah, I want to listen to it and then like kind of process it in real time, which mm -hmm. would, I think would be a good, it would be helpful to other nines and we'll do the same for sevens too, mm -hmm. of course. Um, so yeah. Um, how, well, how has it helped you and your self and your marriage? Well, I don't know if it was what you said, but one of the things that it really helped me understand is that the things that I feel sort of this like deep desire for change and more and like, uh, what's the word? It, it's like personal growth, change, more diving in. Ow, God, I just had like a really terrible pain. Uh, <clears throat> like working really hard on self-development mm -hmm. i used to think like what is wrong with me why do i always want to be like changing and growing when my whole family is fine just staying the same mm -hmm. and so it was this moment of or not a moment but like years of why do i feel like i'm never happy and i don't mean like i'm unhappy i mean i'm discontent staying the same mm. and i remember feeling like that's i've got there's got to be something wrong with me right was my sort of initial like I guess I'm just weird and a glutton Maybe or like something. you're not appreciative or yeah, you're, yeah. you take things for granted and mm -hmm. you just want more. You're greedy. Yeah. Like I was, thing. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And so selfish for a long time. That's how I felt. I was like, well, I guess I'm just selfish and I want what I want and I'm a baby and I want everything my way. But mm -hmm. really it's like the things that I want are deeper relationships, personal growth. The things that I want viscerally are like, and it is evidence in my life and my friendships. Like I remember arguing with my brother's wife before they were married. Mm -hmm. They broke up, big drama. And I was like the most seven with her ever, but I didn't mm -hmm. know this. And it was before we had kids. And I was like, I was like the most personal coach. Dang it, Seth. Come on, plug That's your fine. phone in. 
But I like, and now looking back, I go, oh, I can. You mean see. you were the most personal coach giving very unsolicited advice? No, 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 no. Trying to draw out like what I could see in her. It's oh. the sevens, like. So you were fighting for her. Yes, like mm. I know what I see. What you want? I see what your behaviors are doing. Like this is not you're behaving this way, but your heart is this way, and I can see it, and I want to help you find that. Mm. And it was, it's very much like oh, man, what we do on the show. That's why I, it's frustrating to me. That's really good because. Yeah, you maybe if it's like a seven, eight wing or whatever, like you do give unsolicited advice. And I'm like, just drop it and let me live. You stay know what in I'm your saying? lane, Mega B. Well, honestly, yeah, like stay in your lane. And maybe this is some even real time insights into like, hey, this is helpful when you do this, but I'm not asking for mm-hmm. your help or your advice or anything. 24 7 right you know what i'm saying well, and let me say what what i was gonna say is it's frustrating as a seven to see you as a nine you're like i can't find myself i can't i don't know how i are, am in the world and where am i and like and i'm like you're right freaking there and i can like uh, i feel like pulling mm-hmm. it all out of mm-hmm. you like why aren't you seeing it and so mm-hmm. there's this weird interplay between how you are but and how th- i am right i'm not no saying, but then that brings like that's that's tension that's not like a nine and God, the song like exemplifies that so much it it's because the peacemaker right it's i don't like conflict and when you're saying this i'm just going but conflict is great this sucks for conflict me Conflict feels amazing and then me. i just check out i'm like no yeah. i don't and you then we get in the pursued distance or dynamic yeah. and it's insane people are writing a bunch of phone okay it says i've tried going through and taking the test but i felt very add and felt like i didn't answer the similar questions the same way does that make sense yes it does sorry i'm late to the stream but do you guys have a link to test the support that we believe is good uh th- yeah the we- weeps weps is one of them i think it's w-e-p-p-s mm-hmm. i did that i did that one it cost 12 bucks i think seth did the enneagram institute test right Yes, the Enneagram Institute. It's like 12 or 15 bucks. Go there, theenneagraminstitute.com. That's the one I suggest because it's really good because the resources that it gives you afterwards yeah. is really amazing. And so the, definitely. the ones that you pay for will give you like top three, res- like it'll give you a breakdown of how many numbers you, whatever. It makes sense. So check those out. Let's the- see. And, Su- Suzanne Stab- Stable, who has been teaching the Enneagram oh, for yeah. years, her podcast about the Enneagram is great. I haven't heard of that I, one. I actually have that in my podcast feed and haven't listened to it yet. I have to be like in the right mood. Let's see. Mm-hmm. The husband and I both are threes. Having the same number does not, not equal, equal less, less conflict. conflict. I bet. I can't imagine. Yikes. I'm a three. Paul, <laughs> that's enough for one relationship. <laughs> well, Paul is awesome. And so threes must be awesome. I don't know. I, I bet I know some threes. Well, other than oh, Paul, I'm I don't sure know who know else are threes like in our um, family. But but I want to say, I want to finish that. The Enneagram has helped me understand that like my perpetual longing and desire for like deeper, more meaningful things and and, like experiential living Mm -hmm. is not weird. Like having a song reflect that back to you in such a poignant way is like, yes, he gets me and I'm not alone. It's too much. It's not too much. It's exactly enough. (laughs) Actually, let's do more. (laughs) It it is. It's too much for me because I'm like, Oh my god. You're gosh. bottling it all the time. You're oh, like a man. shaken up uh tang. <laughs> what is it? What's the shaked up tang? The Mountain Dew. I'm trying to think of a thing that's in a tang. can. What the Okay. I am super skeptical. I was trying to think of tang. Oh, the Jamaican in Jamaica. Soda? The I am super skeptical no. about the Enneagram. Just read that one. I've already what? started. Convince me that it isn't a bunch of garbage. Hokum. It's not hokum. So again, when I first heard of the Enneagram, I was like, whatever, weirdos with your numbers and your witchcraft. Mm -hmm. I really like witchcraft, so no big deal. 
like the concept of witchcraft. But anyway, uh, I just remember thinking like, who cares? Why do you keep talking about the Enneagram so much? But then when like people, honestly, this is gonna sound super bad of me, but when people that I really trusted and like, like Tina knew mm-hmm. the Enneagram and Carla knew the Enneagram, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a bunch of malarkey and right. maybe I should listen and maybe they know something. And they would like speak to me about the Enneagram in a way mm-hmm. that made me feel like they like were looking into my soul. I was like, oh, okay, right. something's real here. Yeah. So that was for me like the why I believe it's not garbage. Right. But there are types who believe it's garbage almost no matter what. I think the eight is like, whatever, don't care. Don't ever want to know about it. I mean, but not But that would all. be exemplary of an eight. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like their style that <laughs> right. be that way. My husband is a three and I'm a nine. I go to his number in health and he goes to mine in stress. Everything makes so much sense now that yes, we know. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And they, they talk about the Enneagram as not like uh, end all be all, but simply a tool to give more insight into your past actions, to give more insight to your thinking, to give more insight into like uh, where you're at in your life, how mm-hmm. you think, how you feel, how you relate to others, how you relate to yourself. So it really is super amazing. And I, I love to think about it through a therapeutic lens in this way, through through a therapeutic lens and a historical like thousands of years old lens. Like, okay, people are smart. Humans We've done great things all over civilization. We've done really bad things too, obviously, but there is a lot of collective wisdom. And I would say the Enneagram is a typing tool that has come from thousands of years of collective wisdom, mm-hmm. of just people seeing there's these types of people, there's these types and these types. Okay, let's identify them. And it's not, it's like, okay, there's a, a zillion trees out here. And guess what? There's probably 10 or 12 types of species of trees here Mm -hmm. okay so we can type those and say you know what this kind grows here when it gets cold it does this the leaves fall off here or whatever kind of thing so it's a typing tool and it's a a collective of culminating wisdom from Mm -hmm. a bunch of smart people Mm -hmm. so yeah that's how i like to explain it one of the yeah someone wrote i agree eight here and i fought accepting the enneagram forever what um what kind of like sold you on it? I would love to know from an mm-hmm. eight's perspective because I think my dad is an eight and I cannot imagine him even engaging in a conversation about, I mean, he would engage in the conversation, but to school me, right. he wouldn't like engage. Yeah, that's engage. true. But um, <laughs> Melanie said hokum hair flip. I know, right? I mean, I'm so, thank you for the word. It's the best word. That's funny. I need more uh, words from other places. I love it. Okay, um, what else? But one of the things I wanted to say that, is really exciting about the Enneagram and makes it stand out as being different than like a disc test or a a personality Myers-Briggs type of thing is that those are talking about your behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm like really studious and I love lists, like that talks about my behaviors. The Enneagram is actually talking about the motivation that drives your behaviors, which is a totally different thing altogether, right? Mm -hmm. Like if my motivation is to be close to Seth um, and, and I do it through making a checklist, that exposes something highly... Uh, valuable to know about myself in me, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's just one thing that I really wanted to say um, and I think it's really important. Okay, you want me to get trippy here? Trip away. So, the stuff that I've learned about the Enneagram and how it has literally, like, oh my goodness, I, like, understand myself. Not, Mm -hmm. like, my body, but, like, my spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. And if, like, you know, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever... Like all these religions believe that, okay, we have a spirit and when we die, we just don't, you know, oh, poof, our spirit ends, you know, the light goes out and doesn't come back on. Our spirit 
goes to heaven or nirvana or whatever, right? The Enneagram to me is like, it is helping me in my current body mm-hmm. understand like my spirit. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And that's like really trippy. And like, then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, it gets like, okay, closer to like, creator and closer to like this different wisdom kind of thing and it gets really trippy universe really crap really crap really 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 fast Uh um and is is pretty interesting as a nine no read that one first because that one was the eight one it says finally accepting the negatives and understanding they could help me to stay healthy yes i also like how it can be a good avenue for healthier relationships yes that's the person saying that they are an eight and they Mm -hmm. uh, fought it forever another person says as a nine it's so helpful to have a tool that helps identify motivation because i know other people super well, but when it comes to myself, not so much. Mm. Yep, exacto mundo, Rebecca. And then it says, it's I finally like, accepted the Enneagram as an eight after I decided I needed to work on my relationship with myself. That's great. Mm-hmm. That is great. And one of the things too is that what what I saw as a weakness before I knew the Enneagram, like, oh, my desire for more, my desire for deeper conversations and feeling like there could be more to everything. Mm-hmm. What I saw as a weakness once I did the Enneagram, I was like, this is talking. not a weakness at all. This is like an asset and I can universe juice this to the world. Do not play the song. I'm not playing the song. Um, the other question I wanted to ask is, uh, let's see, Seth skipped one. How has the Enneagram helped most in our marriage? Will you come back into the podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. I'm trying to look something up. <clears throat> what? Just go. Just talk. I'm asking you a question. How has the Enneagram helped us in our marriage? Yeah. Okay, answer it and I'll... <laughs> what do you, can you tell me what you're looking up? I was going to look up a, a lyric to the nine, to like talked about the nine that's like um, when she said, um, I know other people super well, but it comes to myself, not so much. And there's like I just a couple of key lyrics. I see myself through someone else's eyes. Yeah, that, that one. one. But then like at the end, it the says like the signs. most... Wow, you can remember that good. Um, I'm a musician. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Don't hear that number a lot. Oh, a four. Talk Uh, about a four. What do you know about fours? Fours are, um, I think our son is a four. It's the individualist, isn't it? And I think, Mm. I think. I think that might be right. Mm -hmm. I I feel like, and this is going to sound anti- like all of what the Enneagram stuff says, but I think I was like a before, a a before, (laughs) a four ish before I became a Christian. I feel like that I don't know was, if it works that way. No, I, I know that it doesn't, but it, I think it's one of the things on my whatever, but it's really weird because it's like, hmm. it's like there's two of me though. Mm. There's like a different, I mean, I was a different person before I became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, universe juice. Anyway, universe I don't juice. know much about fours, but we, but listen to the song if you haven't heard it yet. Four and a seven share a line. Maybe that's why. Yeah, see like these lines and stuff like this, like, it's just amazing because I a line. What the heck is that? I don't even know. It's you like, do know. <laughs> Jeff and Beth explained it to us on our podcast that came out last week, so I hope you know. Well, still, I know I've forgotten it, but well, like listen. all this wisdom about it, <laughs> Melissa. What I said, listen. Oh, okay. Um, so, let's but see. how has okay. it helped you the most in our marriage? How has the enneagram helped in our marriage? Oh, it it gives me insight into myself, which we. In marriages, in relationships, you have to get right before you can get right with another person. So it helped me understand myself and then also understand you when you're tripping, when you go to a seven wing eight or under stress or four or whatever it is like, okay, she's tripping. I don't have to take this personally and that doesn't mean she's right or whatever and she's going to fight for it even if she's wrong, which is super annoying. But 
that's kind of who she is, and hopefully she'll come around. Like yesterday, you were a B, and I was like, well, I don't know what to do kind of thing, and then you said sorry later. So that helped me understand you a little bit. Has it helped you see anything positive about me? <laughs> <laughs> or just how No, I'm because I already see the positive in you. Nice try. As a nine. No, really. I already see nine, the positive. Yeah, I see the positive thing. and like want to connect and stuff. So you're great. You're awesome. But when you're not, really sucks. <laughs> um, so does that make sense? Yes. Okay, it's common for sevens to mistype as a three. So that would make sense. You'd relate to a four. Mm-hmm. That's true. I want to look into it more even because I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it yesterday as we were preparing for this. And I thought I need to look at fours more. Because when I listen to mm-hmm. this song, I, I it's almost like a different version of myself hears that song and goes, that's totally me who Mm -hmm. I like, who I was. Um, and again, it's like how our son is. One of our kids is like that. And it's, and I relate to it so, so strongly. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just very interesting. But seven, when I hear the seven song, I like fall over. I Mm -hmm. can't do anything. Yeah. Um, but for me, what it's helped the most in our marriage to do the Enneagram is helps me understand that you see yourself a different way than I see myself, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. that you don't look at yourself and intrinsically know, like, this is what I want and what I feel and how I want to whatever and blah, blah, blah. Like, you have a totally different relationship to yourself than I have with myself, which um, opened my eyes a lot Mm -hmm. to just understanding you more complexly and having a lot more space for the way you see and think and feel about something because it isn't anything like the experience that I think and see and feel even about myself, right. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like the confidence that I feel, you don't feel that. No. The the self-assuredness of like, even if I'm right, who cares? Let's talk about it. You're like, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never go to Chicken Lavish. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's from a, our a trip to Jamaica. <laughs> okay. um, let's see. Let's see. Do you have any resources to grow in your number after the number is found? I have the road back to you and the path between us. My husband was wondering about that he doesn't think he was a one before he went into the military. You know, I don't know if it changes like that or not. Um, well, I know you said like you think your number changed after you became a Christian. Um, I think that life experiences can change your perspective mm-hmm. on your number and your interpretation of that. But I think, at least from what I've heard from teachers, the number kind of doesn't ever but- Change. But think about you have your lines to like the healthy thing and your wings, right? So you've mm-hmm. got your core number of like, this is my my core motivation, seven. I want to learn mm-hmm. more, grow more, do more, whatever. But then there are different parts of who you are. And I do, I will say, I think that experiences really do change that stuff. They change the way you display how you are, the way you mm-hmm. move throughout your own person. That sounds super weird. But mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I don't know. I, it would be worth looking into more and thinking about more deeply. And, yeah. But I would say listen to the songs and the inter- interviews with Chris Hewart's on Sleeping at Last, if mm-hmm. you haven't already listened to them. Those are really helpful because he does talk about stuff like that, like how to be in relationship with different numbers and all that stuff. But Jeff and Beth McCord are coming out with a book mm-hmm. um, that's about all the types and the relationships and stuff like that so it's just it's really interesting um yeah let's see think about the times in your life when you were the healthiest and the times where you were under stress yes. that helped me yes that's really true and the enneagram will tell you like okay you're mm-hmm. heading towards this way and you're probably going to act this way and if you can think of it historically like holy crap mm-hmm. that's right or if you think yeah i was mostly doing this i was whatever and there was good results so okay well, we last thing it says, I scored so high on more than half of the numbers on the first test that I paid for. Seth was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my scores were about 95 to 99% except for 
two of the numbers. I took a free test and was able to narrow it down to where I am a five, but I definitely want to learn more about wings and lines. I'm curious how I could score so high on almost all of them. Well, I think it's, again, it's like, it's hard because you're sometimes we're work, we're trying to manipulate as we go. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to answer the question like, what's the most appropriate thing mm-hmm. to say here? That actually is part of that. But then, um, like Seth scored almost the same on three of on, them. On three of them, yeah. And a couple tips of taking the test, not to like hack it or cheat it or anything, but the first thing that comes to your mind is usually yeah. the answer. Don't overthink you know? it. So I, I, I may want to take it again. And I've taken a couple different mm-hmm. ones, and most of them have leaned towards a nine. But that big one that I paid for was three. And I was like, oh, I'm all mm-hmm. three. This is crazy. Which one? Which one? Yeah. But as you read more and give it about, you know, literally three, three months give it about six Mm -hmm. months or something to and then ask your spouse and see how that goes and listen to our episode that we did live in chicago with uh, meredith and justin boggs they helped me do my typing live so Mm -hmm. they they were like oh here's your top three numbers and then they whittled it down through asking questions Mm -hmm. so those we're going to try to share all of those resources today so you can get the the Sleeping at Last songs, you can get the books, you can get the Justin and Meredith episodes that mm-hmm. we did in Chicago. Um, because it really is, it's like a journey as silly yeah, as that we, sounds, We've done a lot but. of episodes on Enneagram. Okay, you guys, thank you so much. Today, I want you to totally annihilate audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage because you can get the, all these free books. Any of these Enneagram books, book. <laughs> well, any of these books that you want to get, you can and it's completely free so go check it out if you don't know what your type is do do a test and then buy one of those books on well, audible and have conversations in our facebook pages about it y'all are helpful resources to one another so get yeah. in the men's group get in the women's group get in the main page and ask your questions about the enneagram and and be the community the amazing community that you are that's right um, before we run away here uh i want to say the get your marriage on app is out and you can mm. try it so for people i mean there are still some things we're fixing which is so bizarre to my mind that that's how app making works mm-hmm. um I'm so proud of it. Good job. And it is the funnest thing, and people are loving it so far. So check out Get Your Marriage On app. It's so fun, and I'm super, super excited. So check it out. Mm-hmm. And oh, someone just wrote like a giant thing. Oh, no, I'm just, mm-hmm. it just says it's amazing. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Thank you. It's amazing. Um, right. Oh, someone Ooh, else Rochelle says awesome. good. Okay. Yay. So anyway, check out the app mm-hmm. and have an amazing day. Rate and review our show in iTunes. Share it with your friends. That's the best, most helpful thing you can do. Sign up for the Seattle AOM meetup in like two days. And yeah, we literally. love you. Have a great day. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.